0: This is Alpha Geek Radio.
1: Live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's Dragon Con's episode... Live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for the Dragon Con episode of Dad's Garage Radio. Live from the Hilton Room 203, Dad's Garage Radio, Is on the air, Dad's Garage Radio. (laughs) Starring television star Lucky Yates. That's me. Celebrity producer and regular guy Sebastian Dankowitz. Star of Archer and television superstar Ombonash. And voice of a natural gas company, Mike Schatz. Yeah,
0: don't be Mike Schatz, ladies and gentlemen. Mike How about Schatz. that intro?
1: Good Star intro, Mike.
0: Hi, everybody. This is, this is our first live Dad's Garage radio yeah. with, a, with a studio audience. Yeah, That's thanks right.
2: for coming, even though we didn't end up in the Dragon Con book. We appreciate you being here anyway.
0: I think the best thing to do is kick off the podcast by complaining.
2: That's right. That's what we do. Can I ask, how many people have actually listened to the podcast?
0: Three, four, four. Well,
2: I guarantee the rest of you won't listen to it after this either.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this podcast is a true clusterfuck. uh, And it's essentially us beating up on Mike Schatz. Yeah. That's right. And then him feeling bad about things. Yeah. But it's a good time nonetheless.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, how many costumes do we have in the room? I see Waldo.
2: Yeah. I stand, see, up. Just stand up. Just stand up. Yeah,
0: you can all stand up. Yeah, There's I'll a Krieger with costume. some jazz hands back there. He's got nice. fucking jazz hands. That's the best goddamn Krieger I've ever seen. Yeah. Here, come here, Krieger. He's got Take her a shit ton of Krieger Army it. stickers. Yeah, he's got the fucking... Uh, He's
1: he's got the outlines of a cartoon
2: Archer your army. Great. Are these
1: all great. archer characters in the room?
2: No. No like the guy with the striped shirt, what does he do? A lot. Waldo.
1: What do you do on the show?
2: They're all archer characters. Waldo is the always always somewhere.
1: Days. The one with the arrows, what does she do on Archer? She is an archer. That's the
0: green arrow. <laughs> 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 She's cosplaying as a female
2: green arrow.
1: Oh, okay. Green, green arrow. arrow.
0: Yeah, who is an archer. Okay, Not to be confused with our spy agency. You guys can sit down now. (laughs) Jesus, they were still standing up. Now make them stand for the whole thing. (laughs) No! Uh, so, a lot of people that uh, listen to this podcast, so four of you, uh, <laughs> know that I, Lucky Yates, am a huge nerd. I'm a big nerd. I'm. I've Not too long ago, I was on that side of everything.
2: Blah, uh, blah, blah. That's all blam, I ever blam. Blam. about. But yeah, but at, I was famous. And I
0: do this podcast <laughs> with these two, and yeah. here we are at Dragon Con, which is like coming home, but you guys are... Uh, a, Confidently, not nerds. And we're not as good as you. That, is what you're
2: well, saying. it's
1: just you're not. That's not where you're. Uh, the, the closest it's fly.
2: Sure. Right?
3: The
1: closest sure. I've ever been in this is last year. I got stuck in traffic.
0: <laughs> and you, but you, uh, do you see films? Do you guys are, are you guys pop culture
2: savvy? Oh, and I like to go to the movies if mm. that's what you're asking.
1: Mm-hmm. I do. If uh, you have questions about yeah. out of Africa, well, I'm
0: going
2: to give you. I'm going to. We're going to see which of you.
0: You guys are going to compete to see who is the biggest non-nerd.
2: Okay. Here. So the right? one so that does the worst is the winner.
0: That's correct. Whoever right. gets them wrong scores points. Great. In this backwards ass.
2: But we're not trying to get them wrong. We're really No, trying no, no. You got to you've
0: right. gotta try to answer it right. cuz the winner gets a prize as well. Sounds great. That that the loser, which is really the winner, gets a prize.
2: Okay. All so right. how do we do this?
0: Uh, so there's a bell I will there's a bell I you. will um, I will ask a question okay and if you uh, think you know the answer, just buzz with your mouth okay eh, like that okay. and I will call upon one of you. So
2: why did I bring that bell?
0: Because if you get one correct oh. that is a positive sound Got it okay hey, yeah. what? Hey, that's negative Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
4: He's got a point. It's like time
0: travel. Don't think too hard about it, man. <laughs> I'm draw diagrams and shit. All right. Ready? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Here we go. You ready, Mike? Yeah. Okay. This is superhero secrets is the category. Great. I'm superhero ready. Superhero secrets. Okay. What is Superman's secret identity? Uh-huh. Yes, Amber. Clark Kent. That is true. Yes. Shots, you have one point. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is Spider-Man's secret identity? Uh, yes, Chuck. Peter Parker. Yes, Amber, you also have one point. How about Batman? Eh. Uh, yes. Bruce Wayne. True. Amber, you got two points. Should Robin. I, should Robin. We be struggling more? No. No, it's great, because I got a lot of questions. Okay. What is Robin's secret identity? The original Robin. The original Robin. Uh, is... Yes, Mike. He was a carny guy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he had a name. He was. Robin. No, no. You, you just got two points for okay. making a shitty guess. Amber?
2: I got nothing. I and answered that one question. That's all I know. Is Clark Kent.
0: Okay. Lance Day. <laughs> no, it's Dick Grayson. Dick okay. Grayson.
2: Dick Grayson.
0: Yes. Grayson. All right. What is Iron Man's secret identity? He's right out there. It's and not even a secret. Yes. Tony Parker. No. <laughs> No, and I'm taking a point away from you because you clearly n- knew that wasn't correct because you answered Peter Parker, so fuck you. Yes.
2: Uh, I didn't buzz in. Uh, Tony. Fredesco. Um, <laughs> the audience is like, fuck, really? I know, it's not bad I am. Stark. Um, Stark. Um, you uh, get, that's it, Stark. You get 0.5 points. Okay.
0: All right. What about Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman has a secret eh. identity.
2: Yes. Linda Carter.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: that is correct. Great. Or I would have also accepted Diana Prince. Diana okay. Prince, that's right. Okay.
1: She was a news reporter.
0: <laughs> sure. Sure, let's just go with that. Yeah. All right, what is Batman's butler's name? B- Batman's. Yes, shots. Uh, Alfred. Yes. Oh. Extra non-point for his last name.
1: Where are you writing all this down? I mean, yeah. In How my, head, in my okay. head. What's his last name? The Butler.
0: Yes. T H E B U T. Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Name as many. All right, Amber, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Name as many members of the Fantastic Four as you can.
2: Okay. Uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yep. Um. And Mr. Four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Mr. Four, Mr. Four didn't make the cut.
5: Unfortunately.
2: Oh. When they were deciding oh, on their fourth. Um the uh, uh Storm. <laughs> yes. Really? That's the last name of two of the characters. Um uh, that's all I know. Okay.
1: Can you name any of them? Yeah. Um Stretch Armstrong Yes. and uh <laughs> uh granite cabinet the rock countertop. No, it's the rock. <laughs>
0: Invisible, Mr. Fantastic, you got like the hardest one, Mr. Fantastic, the Human Torch.
2: And the only reason I know Mr. Fantastic is because just the other night, my dog was, like, she's really long and skinny and she can stretch herself out really long. And my husband told me she's like Mr. Fantastic. And you were like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. (laughs) That's the only reason I know that.
0: All right. Good things for, uh, name, name three Batman villains shots. Name three Batman villains.
1: Okay. The Joker. Yes. The Riddler. Yes. The Penguin.
2: Very good. Or I wouldn't be
3: able to do that. Can you name one
2: more?
1: Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> really?
3: Yeah, Not
2: yeah.
0: a single one? No.
1: Harvey Firestein. <laughs> Correct.
0: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Going to Star Wars. What is the name of Han Solo's ship?
1: Oh. Wow. Bam. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Millennium Falcon. Yes,
4: very good. You this can apologize. This guy is
2: hating us so much. He hates us. I know.
4: So isn't much. that perfect? We're, we're like it's really everybody off. Oh my god, you let me down, Amber.
2: I'm sorry, I'm
0: so no, don't, sorry. No, don't, don't, no, she's not at all. She's winning right now, dude. <laughs> Fucking shut your mouth. All right. What type of creature is Chewbacca? Chewbacca is a what? Eh. Yes, Amber. Uh,
2: a German shepherd.
0: <laughs> N- not... Eh. Uh, yes. Uh, he's a Wookiee? That is correct. Oh, ah, right. Although I'm taking the point away because there was a question mark on the end of it. Uh. On, what, on what swampy planet did Luke Skywalker find Yoda? What swampy planet Ben Kenobi eh. told... Yes. Tandoori. No. That is almost the name of Luke Skywalker's home planet. <laughs>
2: eh. Of Tatooine. Oh, okay. Uh...
6: Uh, Dan should have been fucking called that planet. Uh,
1: uh,
0: Dasani. Yes. Dagobah. That was close. Dagobah. All
1: right. I knew it started with a D.
0: What? Hey, hey, what are R2, D2, and C3PO?
2: Eh. Yes. robot. No. (laughs) They're called something else. Oh, um... Uh, trash cans? No. Shots? Uh,
0: droids? Yes, they are droids. Very good. Thank you. What is the difference, shots, a follow-up, between R2-D2 and C-3PO? Do you know which one is which?
1: Uh, C-3PO is uh, like a gold-plated uh, droid who um, speaks uh, uh, with a British accent. And R2-D2 Wait, what's his name? chirps a lot.
0: Wait, no. What's Chirpy's name? R2-D2. Okay. He kind of fucked it up, so I was like, uh uh-oh, he doesn't actually know. Very good, very good. Uh, When Darth Vader was a Jedi, what was his name? What was his name? (laughs) When Darth Vader was a Jedi, there was a whole (laughs) shitty
2: trilogy of prequels that were about this very character. I have no idea.
1: Uh, uh, Everybody called him Annie. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. And well, and Luke, Luke Skywalker's story. dad. Yeah, Anakin. Yes, very good. I heard someone say. It. <laughs> I was really playing dumb, but I actually Anakin, heard her say it. Anakin Skywalker. And you have a very sexy voice by the way. Oh Jesus!
0: Uh, Anakin Skywalker had two kids, Luke and who? Uh, Bo. Yes. <laughs> Who's Bo. Luke's idiot brother Bo that they left on Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> on Tandoori. <laughs> they were twins separated at birth. One went to Tatooine, one went to Tandoori.
1: I had a niece named Daisy, never... right?
0: In fact, I hear that the J.J. Abrams films are about Bo Skywalker, <laughs> <laughs> intergalactic hillbilly. <laughs> a hey, you idea. What a beaches It's me, Bo Skywalker. Damn, you see Daisy's short shorts? <laughs> Yeah, they, they they put a blaster in my pocket. Damn, boy. <laughs> I I blaster it all over the inside of my. Oh my God! Here
1: come the cooter.
0: <laughs> all right, let's just here go come to. Come ben-
1: to fix the Millennium Falcon.
0: Some general stuff. Some general stuff. Name the two lead characters on Adventure Time. Lead two characters on Adventure Time.
1: Oh man.
2: I don't. I
0: don't know. Um.
2: I know there's a lot of princesses.
1: There is. Uh. Finn, yes. The one that looks like he's from where the wild things are. <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about? Kind of, but not the really. He they wears a little hood. Yeah. Like the little Klansman. Yeah, he has an uh No, it's not
0: a Klansman at all.
1: It's a little Klansman. No, that's not the message of that. No. Yes, it is. No.
0: It's, in fact, very different than that. Everybody. Finn and Jake. I Finn know. and Jake. Sorry. No, it's okay. Phineas and Ferb. Lucky. On Bob's Burgers. Right. Okay. On Bob's Burgers, which beat us at the Emmys a couple of weeks ago, Amber. Yeah. What is their last name? What's Bob's last name?
2: His
1: last name.
2: I've never watched that show. I know. I know. I'm still. <laughs> it is. It is, in fact, a lot of it. <laughs> it's very good. It won an Emmy. Is the best
0: audience response we could have ever heard. What
2: have I been doing all? Yeah,
0: I don't know. It's a really funny... It's Belcher. The Belchers.
2: Wow. Oh. Doctor Who flies
0: through space in what? Oh. Yes. Bam. Yes. A phone booth.
1: <laughs> I almost said a phone book. What kind? It's a, a specific type
2: of phone
4: booth. A
1: British phone booth. <laughs> like no, that's not correct. Phone
2: booth. Amber? Uh, it is a kind of phone booth. Is it is. Uh, but it's not a British phone booth.
0: Yes, it is that too.
2: Oh, a red British?
0: No. It's a blue, but it's a blue. It's, it's a, blue. Police, a police call box. And oh. it's called the TARDIS. The TARDIS. Oh, the TARDIS. Sure, it is. Yeah. No, it is. In Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yes. Who played anti entity? <laughs> yes,
1: Amber.
2: Tina Turner. Very
1: good, Amber
2: who's I know on the show,
1: who, who will be a guest on our show On tonight, our podcast? Possibly. Oh.
2: We got Tina Turner. Well, that's, you know up. what? That's a great
0: place to end. Very good for the contest, everybody. Thank you. Uh, Amber Nash, clearly the winner. Thank you. Yeah, you are, uh, by fault, the coolest person in this room. Wow. Because you don't give a shit about Anything.
2: Well, you know, I watch a lot of deadly women on investigation discovery. Yeah,
0: see, and that's what I'm saying. Like you could drop some true crime shit on me. Right. That so I, if you
2: need to know like how anybody was murdered ever in the history of the United States, I can tell you. JFK. My dad. <laughs> <laughs> JFK. They don't deal with that on investigation discovery, <laughs> no, okay?
0: They don't they don't ask the big
2: Wait,
1: women. If you know how JFK is killed, you don't get any points. But if you do know how he gets killed. You get a point, right?
2: I don't know, Mike. I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Mike. Everybody might be wondering who this man is that came up on
0: the stage to join us here. I just wandered in. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, good friends of us here at Dad's Garage and star of the Mass Effect games, it's Mark Meer, ladies
7: and gentlemen. Hello. Mark Meer. Hello. Hello. Sir. If
0: you play the Mass Effect, he is Commander you?
1: Shepard. How are you, Mark?
4: I'm quite well. Quite well. Thanks. Now
1: I'm the fifth most famous person on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch your shows more to to hype
7: them. Yeah, that's right uh... thanks for coming mark not at all thanks for having me how is i'm uh, a little surprised you're not in costume you're a big cosplay uh, up until recently i was dressed as the super Scroll. And ah yes, yeah, i was a, I a I'm shoot. shaking
2: my head like I know what that is.
6: He's like, obscure yeah. is who he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mark it's, you It sounds like
7: something from an etch a sketch. Yeah, it is it is more or
0: less. you really Jack Kirby. You like the obscure characters uh when you cos. I do, I do. I
7: tend to prefer obscure supervillains. I did
0: I did the super adaptoid
7: uh for a few years.
0: Which explained to everybody because that's even so deep
7: some people in our audience might not even know who super adaptoid is. There's a common thread between both of these copies not least of which because they both start with the word super but uh they're both power absorbers essentially the super skrull is a villain of the fantastic four who has all of their powers at once amber knows one of the members of the fantastic Mr. four fantastic yes very nice and right?
0: granite
1: countertop
7: <laughs> mike uh, knew the other one yeah and the the super adaptoid is an android who uh, is a foe of the avengers and he can copy the powers of anyone in his vicinity and he sort of looks like an amalgam of the avengers but green Right, the Avengers shit mix is what he
0: looks like. <laughs> How many costumes did you bring with you from Edmonton? He's but lives in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, so it's very far away, ladies and gentlemen.
7: Yes, yeah, I uh, I went light this year. I only brought. Uh, Three costumes. One of them takes up a suitcase by itself, which is the Commander Shepard outfit that uh, Evil Fx props made for me, and I'm going to wear that in the parade and whatnot and for the Mass Effect photo shoot. Excellent. And uh, then I also have Super Skrull, as I mentioned, and uh, my sort of hanging out and drinking costume is uh, Hunter S. Thompson, Agent of Hydra. <laughs> wow. Ooh! Oh, he's become an agent of Hydra now. Yes. He was uh, part of the Yellow Lantern uh, Corps for... Yeah, a few years ago I had... uh, For some time. Hunter S. Thompson of the Sinestro Press Corps. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and again, these were you know costumes made by talented friends of mine. I I, I can't sew at all, so I get talented people to make my. Yeah, costumes. but you. you I m- paint the odd prop here and there. The thing
0: is, is you're a
7: guest here. You've DragonCon brought you down here
0: because you're a famous and uh, nerd icon.
7: Yeah, oh, I, apparently.
0: And uh, and yet you you play. You're still on that side of the table too. Yeah, cosplaying
7: but, with the with the rest of them. But I've been on that side of the table since 1998. Yeah, you know? I know. Like I've been coming re- here since 98. And so longer, you know, uh, in terms of my all around nerdness. But my Dragon Con experience, yeah, has been. Uh, I used to come down for the Dad's Garage tournament, which was held every Labor Day weekend, and Dragon Con coincidentally fell was on the, the same, same weekend. So I right. generally pop in, shop during the day, and then do shows at night. Yeah. And now you move the tournament, so I don't have to do those goddamn shows anymore. Yeah, they're not yeah, getting yeah, in
0: sure. your way. Yeah, exactly. So you can do panels and all that kind of mm-hmm, stuff. Yeah. Now, I also so, like. That you cosplay as your own character—a uh, yeah. bold, a bold choice,
7: sir. Oh, uh, it was one that was sort of taken out of my hands uh, when I was uh, here as Hunter S. Thompson of the Sinestro Press Corps. Uh, I bumped into a couple that were dressed as male and female shepherd in like immaculate armor that lit up, and the whole bit. And so, of course, I had to introduce myself, and then uh, so we became friends. And a couple of years later, uh, David Carpenter, uh, the guy of the group, he uh, just called me up and said listen, I'll make you one of those suits of shepherd armor that I sell for thousands of dollars for free. Whoa. And I was just like, yeah. I'll wear it. Yeah. 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 Of course I had to. And uh, yeah, it's been great. And of course, it's like seeing the stuff that the fans make is always really cool because mm. they're geniuses, really, like the stuff they come up with. They really are. Uh, there are some
0: incredible. Have you guys wandered around and seen any uh, costumes yet?
7: Yeah. That I, have blown I, I, your uh, mind. Uh, Mike
0: had a panic attack. I did. I had an anxiety attack.
1: <laughs> Why, Mike? Uh, it just—it was kind of overwhelming. There. Well, it, when I was in college, when I was in college, I never got late at all because if it got too loud for me, I—I um, I started to pan—I would start to panic, and I kind of was back in that mode of Wait, like, what got too loud? The sex? <laughs> uh, no, just the environment. So if I went to a bar, I—I I sometimes I'd have to just like my head felt like it was expanding and I just have to like just put my hands over my ears and make it all go away. And that's what it felt like at the Marriott about 45 minutes ago. I was like, I can't be in the middle of all this.
5: How
0: you didn't end up a serial killer is beyond me. You don't know. <laughs> that's true, I don't know. What if it Chill. turned out that Mike Schatz, our good friend who we've been doing the show with for some 11 years, not true, uh... Turned out to be some horrible, horrible series. I'd just be
2: excited that I would be interviewed for the investigation discovery (laughs) show. You would. Amber Nash, if you could have your
0: dream Amber Nash reenactor for this, let's say they went all out, big budget.
2: Okay. Oh so what actress? Yeah. To play me.
0: Yeah, to play you
2: in In the the story of my murder. Because I've, I've had my husband promise me that if I get murdered, that, they'll, that he'll make an investigation discovery show about it. Great, yeah. Well, I'm assuming Schatz
0: is going to kill us eventually, because all we do is beat up on him on this show. Um, yeah,
2: if I could have anybody I wanted, um, I would go with uh, John Goodman.
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Wouldn't wow. that be awesome? Or like Katherine Keener. <laughs> yeah, a much more
0: sensible choice right? instead of John Goodman prancing around playing Amber Nash but a beautiful woman be now be would you have fun. him
7: play him as himself or would he wear prosthetics to portray you or?
2: Um, I don't know I think prosthetics would be pretty funny
7: <laughs> if he tried to play it
0: like as realistically as he could
2: yeah I think he's the best actor in the world I really do. I think Also a great. bold choice. Yeah. I think he's great. That's
0: think Where's he been lately? The I John don't know. Goodmans. He's having a rest. Maybe taking some more acting classes. Yeah. Or teaching them.
2: Maybe he's Ma- slimming down so he can play me in, in my life story.
0: Maybe he is. Maybe he got wind of this. Who knows? By going to alphageekradio.com, <laughs> a sponsor of this show.
1: alphageekradio.com.
2: Thanks, Mike.
0: Mark, who would you want to play you in a reenactment? Oh, on Investigation see.
7: Discovery. Hmm. Budget, I'd, not a problem. I'd want someone good. Helen Mirren. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, but nice. I'd want her to play it with a giant Mark Mir paper mache head. <laughs>
3: That's
7: a great ah. idea. Because she could act through that. I think. Yeah, yeah. Could act yeah. yeah. There's uh, Michael
0: Fassbender who's got a movie coming out where he wears one of those. Oh, really? Yeah, in a couple of months. A big paper mache Mark Mirren head? Really?
1: <laughs> it looks it's like, so like Helen Mark
0: Mirren. Muir was a 1950s icon, okay, like an wow. Alka-Seltzer icon looking thing. Mike? Who would you want to play the serial killer?
1: Well, first, I was thinking, like, what would my calling card be? Like, what would I leave behind at every crime? Yeah. And I think it would be, like, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> with the jelly soaked through the bread a little bit and a one bite taken out of it in a hefty bag. Not a hefty bag, like a like a, a lunch bag, like a little, the perfect size sandwich bag. And that would be my calling card.
2: That's terrifying. And
1: I would be the peanut butter and jelly killer.
2: Because it's like... <laughs> Because that's truly a thing from your childhood, yeah. which made you go insane. Yes, and we don't know what that. Well, story I'll tell you is. this,
1: and this is this is maybe this is you know this kind of hits a nerve with everybody. But I, uh, the Great. only time my dad ever um, spanked me, um, he uh, uh, he he had lost his job and he was having a hard time like being the domestic person, and he made me. Um, now this was.
0: Post CNN or post
1: CNN. He used to be an anchorman at CNN. And post CNN, he, he one night I came home from school and he made me um, um, bake beans and a hot dog. And the beans soaked the hot dog bun. And I was like, I can't eat this. I can't do it. So this. he
2: put the beans on top of a hot dog.
1: No, no.
2: So what are you saying? T- touching it on the plate.
6: Oh, they Why were touching it on mad? the plate. Why are you making me mad? I'm just trying no, to No, that's exactly what
0: I
1: thought too. No. by your. Brain. Why would he do that? He's not stupid.
0: <laughs> it's like beanie weenies on a bun. No. The I'm going to go home bean, and make it today.
1: It was a plate. I had a plate, and the baked beans were on, scooped onto the plate, and then there was a hot dog w- that was sitting next to the baked beans. Okay? I don't know how that's so hard to imagine. And the beans soaked into the hot dog bun, and it was all wet. And I was like, Dad, I can't eat this. And he's like, you need to eat it. And I was like, I can't eat it, Dad. It's disgusting. I'm not eating a soggy hot dog bun. And he's, and he's baking me.
0: Did he spank you on your bottom? Oh, my oh, on my face. You I didn't like want to. He punched in me in the face. <laughs> I would. Did he, he, he punch you in the, the face.
6: face? Did he but punch I you or did tra- he slap I you? I was, was
0: trying an to respect his hand? memory. Open hand or closed hand? It was open. Open hand. So that was called a
1: smack. He smacked me in the face. to
0: smack your mouth right off your
1: head. If you want to hear about my child, <laughs> <laughs> child abuse stories, listen to <laughs> alphageekradio.com.
7: It was <laughs> a different time. It was <laughs> the only time. It was <laughs> a different time. It was. We're
0: audience questions. We're
2: getting information from our producer. For
0: okay. The well, I guess it's time for some audience questions, if anybody's got a question. for? I, a I do have a, qu- I have a
1: question for the audience. What role did the Viking play on Archer? Back that, in the back left.
0: That's not everybody here is an Archer <laughs> character, Mike. All right. You have to understand <laughs> that some people are just wearing Viking helmets because it's the fucking way to go.
2: Because it's fun. anything
0: goes here at Dragon Con. Huh?
2: It is serious. Dragon business.
0: Con is serious
1: business. Shots. Business. Does it, nobody have a question?
2: And honestly, you can ask. Yeah, any please question come up you to the watch. mic
1: because we're on television. It's in three D. Three D.
4: We have a question for Mike Shots. So the that's scene.
1: you. I feel like you're already talking down to me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't remember how many lines you had on that one episode of Archer. Yes. But what did you take away from that? What What have you learned since then?
2: Oh, what a great is an question! Excellent question. If you could what just moderate the rest of our panel. All right.
1: Okay. So the backstory, and you know the backstory, is that I was two hours late for my session, and I never worked on Archer ever again. And it was early on in the show, so maybe there was an opportunity to do more voiceovers on there. So.
0: You think maybe that uh, guy Basically, the
1: lesson I learned was to learn where you're going before <laughs> you go there. And if someone says, can you do a Cajun accent, you say yes. But
4: how is that affecting you today? Yeah. <laughs> I love That's, this that's the question. That,
1: <laughs> that is the question. How is it affecting me today? Yes. Well, everybody else here uh, is making a living. <laughs> <laughs> And I are not. Did you not introduce yourself as the voice of Gas South? Yeah, do you know? No, I didn't. I said the voice of a natural gas company. Well, it's, it's Gas South. Who fucking did? How cares? much money do you think a voice of a natural gas company makes? I don't know. I, oh, this is all I do. Press no, one. You, Press two. Press three. You're the head three. of,
2: like, a giant advertising agency.
1: Okay, here's what I've learned.
4: <laughs>
1: here's what I've learned. Is that just, is, is, you know, voiceover work, like it. it uh, it's, you just have to keep doing it. I don't know how to tell you. It, what's the question?
0: I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. What is he asking what, uh, me? Sh- it made him angry. So just sit down. <laughs> it just
4: made him really angry. No, no, really no. no. I, what do you want to know? No, like, just, really, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? He doesn't believe you. It's you, just hard. Like, I, ha- I would have to give you an analogy. Yes. Like something so.
0: You've really upset Mike. We're losing audience members <laughs> because of Mike's anger. Mm.
4: Give me a moment. I'll yeah, come sit down. Please
3: right. yeah, go, go, go back there. Go
0: back. Yeah, we got a whole line.
3: So we have Commander Shepard. We do. We have Mark Meer. Yes. Hi. Mass Effect, awesome yes. game. Thank you. Do any of you play video games? And. Do you play video
7: games? I do play video games. I haven't had much time for console games lately. i got like a stack of you know unopened things I've been given as gifts and, and bought for myself and then still haven't played. So stuff uh, that I've been able to play lately because I've been busy is stuff on the iPad. So uh, Telltale's uh, Walking Dead mm-hmm. game, for example, is excellent. I hear it's yeah. an excellent yeah. game, yeah. Um, and, uh, I want to get their Fables one as well. It's wonderful. That's what I hear. Yeah, The Wolf yeah. Among Us. Yeah, but I usually wait until the whole season is out and then play. It's all out. I, oh, yeah, well, I, I will. <laughs> Once I have some time, I'll get to it. Get to it. I'll get to it.
2: Yes. I was a big fan of Bubble Bobble. Um, Back in the day. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that game. No. I was really Tell great me more. At it. Um, there's these little fish that are like bubbles, and uh, they're like bubbles, or uh, they like them. I'm not like exactly them? sure. I don't really remember it. <laughs> but that was the last game I think I played.
0: Yeah. I I am a gamer, uh, but very like it's. I'm not seriously into it. Um, one of the coolest things, uh, we were—we went to the Comic-Con this past year, and uh, TV Guide every year has all their stuff on a yacht. It's really awesome, so you get to go... But if
2: it's 8 a.m., and you're hungover from the night before, and you're on a yacht that's in water, and trying not to barf the whole time, it's not that much fun.
0: That's why I quit drinking and started smoking <laughs> pot. Because <laughs> it only helps your yacht experience at 8 o'clock in the morning. Anyway... Uh, uh, Nintendo is always there, and this year they gave us little cards for a free system. And when I wrote them, they sent me a a, a Wii U, which I had always written off, but it's really awesome. So I just got that thing, and uh, I downloaded uh, two games. Well, they, and they sent Mario Kart Eight, which is fucking awesome. Uh, and uh, also, I bought a three D like a eight bit esque three D scroller called Shovel Knight. Lot of fun, mm-hmm. and uh, I just got uh, Marvel superheroes uh, yesterday and started playing the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Is that the fighting get, one or the It's Lego. Lego. Oh, Lego? Marvel yeah. superheroes. No, yeah, Lego know. game.
1: Yeah, my uh, natural gas company <laughs> sponsors a Words with Friends site, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I play uh, on a yacht.
3: You. <laughs> on a yacht. You
1: do. I don't own a yacht. You you do play a lot of Words with Friends.
0: I f- do love
5: friends. Words with Friends. Yeah. Excellent. So, Lucky, you did a uh, AMA on Reddit. I a did a couple of months back. Yeah. One of the comments that you had made to uh, one of the questions was that you're really into puppetry. And yeah. I know. I know you're doing similar. And like you mentioned, that one of the dream jobs you wanted to do was like having like a children's puppet show. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? Uh,
0: we've what? been running uh, a kids show at Dad's Garage since March of 2000. Uh, <laughs> called. Get this. Since March of 2000. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, home of Cartoon Network, we've been running a show called Uncle Grandpa's Who Dilly Stew, Who Dilly Storytime, Who Dilly whatever. And two years ago, motherfucking Cartoon Network opens a goddamn cartoon called Uncle Grandpa's and I shit myself. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's a really awesome show where uh, it's a human host uh, who has an evil butler living there and his little puppet pals and we try to tell a story throughout the we improvise a story. It's an improvised show. And so it would be essentially a live action uh humans and puppets. It's very Captain Co- King I Kind of like what lamb chops would be different. with a
5: bunch of weed.
0: <coughs> yeah, yes. yeah it is. And it, we really cater to uh the parents uh, because the kids love it, because it's just puppets bouncing around, hitting each other on the head. But all oh, like we, you know, we're making sex jokes and drug jokes and all kinds of shit, just really cool, uh, so that the, the cool <laughs> parents get it and love it. And it's it's we had a fanatical following. It did for that. We haven't done it the past uh, year because we're we're without a home.
5: Yeah, okay. awesome. That's okay. Don't and make the guys. I will see you dry. later tonight. Thank you. For yeah. for improv.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you can Hi. applaud. It's okay. Hi. Hi. What's going on?
3: I was told to come up here and talk about my costume, but y'all are probably sick of seeing me. No, we so. have real no.
0: Pams up here. I know. Yeah, it's like Amber Nash cosplay Looking hour.
3: Looking good, guys. My next joke I worked on really hard. You're literally in bed with the artistic director of art of Dad's Garage. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to bring back Wrath of Khan. Okay, yeah. that was. I think we should show. bring it back
2: every year before yeah. before Dragon, before Dragon be Con. Perfect,
3: I love that. It was my first show at Dad's Garage. I went with my nerd club at school, and <laughs> we got free tickets through somebody. And that's the first night I got one to
0: one of meet the writers you. is okay. sitting right there. Yeah, is Gillespie, Gillespie, Gillespie ladies and Dad's gentlemen. Garage, Woo. Co-wrote so that show for us. Yeah,
3: so that's what I want to see. And okay. I, I go to Dadge whenever I can. All right. I will make
2: sure that my husband knows that. Yes. And <laughs> I have a question for you guys. So I have a friend. Uh, is Jenna here? Is Jenna in the room? No. So uh, she <sighs> is cosplaying as Pam also, and she was having a really hard time finding a wig. So can you guys tell me what you did?
3: Mine is an Arda. Oh, like okay. a Katinka. They have oh, names. Yeah. Uh, I bought it used on Cosplay.com for seven dollars Gross. I washed it.
0: <laughs> it's like buying underwear at a good deal. Oh year. god. <laughs> yeah, they, oh. Are, they want a good deal.
3: I washed it and then I got a bun and the bun is like a drawstring bag and I tied it in there. Oh nice. I had one from China that gave me headaches though, so I got a new one. Oh, okay, good. But it's bun wigs are really easy it's to make. It's full of lead. Oh, cool. so that's what I. Do. It's
0: full of lead and and I saw in her baby's tears. About
3: that on Facebook.
0: Cool. That wig that came yeah. from China. What? Lead and baby's tears.
3: <laughs> oh, that's sad. A child probably so made it's
0: it <laughs> China's sad. sad place. It's a sad place.
2: What's, what'd you do with your wig? Me?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also an Arta
0: wig called the Blue Steel. You could step up okay. to that mic so everybody can hear you. So they
1: can hear you on alphageekradio.com.
5: <laughs> uh, mine's also an Arta wig called the Blue Steel. And it's new. And the. <laughs> <laughs> she,
1: she didn't buy a used bullshit. You didn't get it at Lice.com, did you?
5: I did not. The bun came separately, and it's pinned in by one of my awesome friends. and has <laughs> nice. kind of Christmas socks rolled up in there to keep the shape.
2: Nice. Christmas I think you fun. know
1: you've made it when something says bun sold separately.
5: <laughs> he told me to come up here, too, but he didn't tell me to talk about anything. So.
0: Right. Well, I mean, if there's anything Who's you want to get off your chest. Is that man? Is Dave is, is Sebastian
1: Dankowitz? Just, just ask a question. Any question? Yeah, it for
0: doesn't anything. have to be about any anything. It could be about
1: how do you get to the parking deck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll,
0: we will literally answer any question. How much time we got, Bass?
2: Oh, we will I
0: literally don't. answer any question because the next segment <laughs> may or may not work.
5: It's not going to work. It's okay. going to be brilliant. Can I ask you what your favorite Pam storyline's been so far? Oh, that's a good uh, question. You
2: know, I really love the Poovy Farms like everything that happens at Poovy Farms and I really really wanted Adam to write just a Poovy Farms episode where we get to kind of meet her whole family but I get to voice all the characters like Nutty Professor Wow. But he's not into it. But he did write an episode for this season that we just recorded. And Allison Tolman, who was on Fargo, uh, plays Pam's sister Edie, and they hate each other. And uh, Pam goes back to the farm for uh, for her wedding. It's and such it's, a great episode. It's a great This next season really of Archer
0: fun. is amazing. Yeah, uh, It's still amazing, guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> get that. Uh, Thank you.
0: I'm going to, uh, not to take your question away from you, but I'm going to slide on this a little bit, speaking of Archer. uh, I, I keep getting, and I don't know if this has happened to you yet, I keep getting into heated debates with people who are so concerned that we are still called ISIS with what's going on in the world today, and how dare we. In fact... I had this very heated conversation the other day when we were eating barbecue, Mark, uh, with a a former Floyd County Productions employee, a guy who used to work on Archer. Maybe that's why he's not working on it anymore. Because he just couldn't believe that we're not going to address it in any way. I'm like... Our show's a fucking cartoon in some kind of weird retro
2: future. Like, it's not even on the air right now. But I do think that President Obama started calling it ISIL because he's a big fan of Archer. (laughs) I hope that that's true. Is he calling them ice holes? What did you say? ISIL. Now it's with an L, right? Right.
0: right. Yeah, but I still see an ISIL there. In my
1: office, there's a a vending machine, and and when I swipe my card, it says um, ISIS approval, and I've freaked out a little bit because I'm like, man, my Rice Krispie Treat is funding terrorism.
2: <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, so like, I'm going to get
1: two. It goes, it goes along with
0: your theory that we're, we're about to be taken over by Russia yes. and China. Now,
1: yeah. We're not about to be. It is a, it's been a very uh, deliberate and long-term process. Uh, that uh, is now starting to, uh, like it's like a, a weed, like it's starting to really come out of the ground now.
2: <laughs> what?
1: Great. Okay,
0: let's go to this. This Pam's it's question. It's coming. It's I coming, everybody.
3: I don't actually have a question. Okay. I was just can you, you that can you tell uh, us
7: what's in your bun?
3: Yeah,
7: um, a sock. A oh, sock. Nice. It's there a white go. sock. But Socks? that's your that's hair, right? No. Did you get that from oh. Mr. Socks?
2: It looks good.
7: Yeah,
0: Mike, oh. you have a problem with Mr. Socks.
1: There is a uh, – if you drive uh, down the highway here – I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, if you you get off on on Langford Parkway, there is this site, and it says 62 socks (laughs) for $10, $6 brake repair.
2: So is that 31 pairs?
1: That's 31 pairs of socks for $10, which is 15 and a half pairs of socks for $5. (laughs) (laughs) Which is seven pairs of socks, roughly, for $2.50, which is three pairs of socks. Like, it doesn't, I I don't understand how they make any money. How are they making money? And where are they getting all the socks from? And if you open a sock store and you're selling 62 socks for $10, you have to have a shitload of socks if you get a rush on socks. I just want to talk to somebody about it.
2: Have you ever gone in to talk to them about it? It's all
1: boarded up. I
0: don't understand well, it. B- because it's a bad business model. <laughs> they clearly didn't
4: make
1: it, man. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like a place where you're like, shit, we got to get out of here. Leave the sign. It feels like if you do the work, you're going to get 61 socks for, for
3: $10. It's a front. That's the new ISIS headquarters.
1: <laughs> I bet that's
3: yeah. right. Bet you know what they're right. really in there doing?
1: Making fucking
0: Rice Krispie treats for your, uh, for your vending machine.
1: Every time I drive by, I think, I could beat off for 62 straight days
4: <laughs> and, never <laughs> and never have to wash a sock. <laughs> <is
1: price>. uh, <laughs> pretty much every time I walk around, I think, I could beat off for 62 straight days.
2: <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. What, what, what do you want to say? I can't even talk now. I was just going to tell you that this is an art of genie. Oh, great. Thank you. What's what?
5: <laughs> Her wig. Oh, oh the wig talk. Hi. Uh, I've got a couple questions. Um, 2 They're sort of related. Uh, so how much of your characters are sort of your own personality? Because I hear you talking, and you sound kind of like your characters. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, how much of them? Yeah. Um, I would say, um, I don't know. I feel like Pam's become a little bit more um, fleshed out over the seasons because I think Adam, like, got to know me better and was kind of injecting some of that into the character um but as far as her voice goes like it's just the voice that i use when i talk about what the terrible things my mom says to me are i'm like amber you're not going to leave the house wearing that are you (laughs) and so that's kind of where our voice voice started uh with pam but i don't know i think pam's super awesome i could never be as awesome as pam i wish i was
0: yeah, I I agree with the same thing about Grieger. I wish I was Grieger. as creepy as that sounds, man. I wish I had, I wish I had that guy's know-how because I would love to make some bionic people, and uh, some human animal hybrids would be awesome. I'm a big science nerd, and uh, yeah, I, I would not want to play another character. Um, but that being said, I, we're also really good friends with Adam, right? And we hang out and stuff like that. And so I, you know, I, I think maybe he writes knowing. That we could knock certain things completely out of the park, uh, just because uh, we're good buds, and, and so he caters to n- knowing. You know, I mean, it's all it's an all symbiotic relationship between writers and actors and so all that shit.
1: So. Well, I have a question. So, Mark, you play more of a like a military guy, right?
7: In uh, in the video yes. game, yes. in the video game, in the video game, yes. So what is that voice like? it's just me trying to sound tough? Basically. So let's hear it. Yeah, <laughs> just Commander Shepard, Lions Marines, like just me, kind of angry. That's yeah. really cool. Just vaguely angry, uh, but I also I get to play a bunch of like uh, comic relief aliens and whatnot too. So yeah. Yeah. what's the screechy most extreme guys? comic relief alien? You've done? Uh, well, they they actually like it's it's like a screechy voice that they'd always save for the end because it's just sort of like a <laughs> they're basically space orcs. They're a race called the Vorcha. And oh, actually, come to think of it, there's an Easter egg guy called Blasto that's kind of become his own. Pot. He's like a weird tentacled jellyfish alien, but he sort of stars in dirty, hairy-esque movies within the uh, within the Mass Effect universe. His just his name is Blasto, and his species sort of speaks completely without emotion. So it's things like, "Do you consider yourself fortunate, punk?" You know. That kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I had. Oh, wait, wait. Let's wait, deal, wait. deal with Blasto for a while. Yeah, Blasto Blasto's awesome. Like they, I, I love know, Blasto. a lot of fan made merchandise about Blasto. What? Uh, where does he appear in the in the games? Uh, well, he he's basically like it is like Easter egg stuff. So it's like as you're running by, you yeah. know, in the sp- space station, the Citadel, like you'll hear like little bits of Blasto movies or ads for Blasto movies. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, and then eventually he became popular enough that in the final DLC they did for the third game. Blasto shows up and he's in the game except it's, it's like the actor who plays Blasto shooting a Blasto movie and Shepard actually meets Ooh. Blasto at that point. So if you were playing as the male version, me, it was like me doing a scene with myself yeah. as Blasto. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Wow. Yeah, it was
0: lots of fun. It's any time uh, Krieger and Ray have a scene. It's my voice yes. talking to my face because yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. the model
7: for Ray Gillette. I know. And it always freaks did me they, out a little bit. Did they make those uh, talking dolls of Ray, by the way? You gave me one of the talking Krieger ones. Uh, no, no. Because uh, yeah, when they do, I want to like rip the guts of the Krieger out, put it inside the Ray and then it's it, then it's just a, like a lucky Yeah, and doll, then like. you'll just
0: take a brown Sharpie Yeah, and, then and make the blonde the hair, hair brown again. Yeah. I'll yeah. do other things to it too. But um. I was going to say, if if Ray comes out, he's not going to have a, probably a stuffed jo- doll. No.
1: It'll be some sort of gross. I, I just want to tell this because it's one of my favorite s- stories and explains a lot about things. Um, but I uh, <laughs> I auditioned for Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and I, I played a character on the show. Um, His name was Emery. Emory. Emery and Oglethorpe were the two uh, space-cataz aliens. And um, So I went in and I auditioned for the part, and I did every single like cartoon voice you can imagine in, in the audition. And then uh, when I got the part, was months later, so I got into the booth to do the audition and I started doing like a droopy dog for the character, like it's not droopy dog. Uh and then I was doing all these different voices and they were like, No 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 do do the voice you did in the audition. I was like, I don't know. And they're like, no, do that voice like that that real like wuss, like the pussy guy, like the, the wuss next door and I was like 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 my real voice. And they said, Yeah that's it, that's it. So if you watch Aquatine, I'm the only, like, normal voice on that show. And it's because I'm a pussy boy. Better than a bus, What? Hey, a little football on the show.
5: Well, that, that sort of leads into the second uh, thing I want to say. Well, was, uh, how could that possibly lead
1: into the second thing you want you are, to say?
0: You're such a patient that, man. Yeah, he's sitting there holding his jazz
1: hands. Um... 62 days with those jazz hands. He's <laughs> <laughs> what? No one else was thinking that? No, Mike. Nobody. Look else how soft thinking. they are. If you put some velvet in the between the thumb and the pointing finger, then what? It'll be like 62 a, days of bliss.
0: Like a fancy lady with velvet gloves. A fancy lady. Joking?
1: up. Yes.
5: So uh, anyway, my my boss's uh-huh. wife is somehow related to Dad's garage. I don't know how. Um, but anyway. Through them, they showed me cooking with candy. Oh my and god! <laughs> and Finally. I was going to say, you seem exactly like your character in person. <laughs> oh really? I, I I thought I thought with most with you like the sort of character personality being your real personality totally was like resonant there.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, let me jump on this for one second, yeah. Yeah, sure. and then and then we'll go to you. So keep what you. So what he's talking about is at Dad's Garage Theater, we do some online content and. Uh, Mike has a character that is a kid's show character, what we were talking about earlier, how we cater to the adults. And his name is Andy Candy. And he's an adult man that eats nothing but candy and, and t- acts like a five-year-old, like a, an idiot five-year-old. And he hops around. He doesn't walk. He hops. And such a popular character in the kid's show that then he has a, a, a video series where he actually cooks with candy.
2: Like what, what was one of the recipes?
1: Um, we made a, uh, what do we make? A Butterfinger burger, <laughs> which had uh, Butterfinger, uh, <laughs> Rolos, and cotton candy as a
2: hamburger bun. And then you have, uh, you made candy corn chowder. We made
1: candy corn chowder. What was that? What was the recipe uh, of on that one? Uh, it was, uh, candy corn chowder. We melted candy corns. No, do it like a candy We melted candy corns. <laughs> And they got, the you melted the candy corn and then you put uh, something else. It was disgusting. Uh, it, was, it happens like that. If you guys want to
2: see it, I highly recommend you watching all of them. They're terrifying and wonderful at the same time. They're amazing. Um, and there's a there's a YouTube channel called Dad's Garage TV and you can see them all there. Or just yeah. probably just search cooking with candy and you'll find but, it. it. But, the, but
1: the, well, the whole thing was that I, I did the puppet show and I came on as Andy Candy and he was just supposed to be this little kid that loved candy. And uh, Lucky, behind the... What do you call it? I'm a
0: puppeteer in the show, so I play... At that point, I was Phineas the monkey. For two
1: two seconds, we made eye contact, and I was like, fuck. (laughs) And he was like, look at the man-child! Hey, kids! (laughs) Hey! hey, When you don't eat eat more than just
0: candy, or this will happen to you. That's a 35-year-old man!
1: (laughs) So I went from completely innocent to completely... I A don't guy know that, that would leave Candy peanut butter really... and jelly sandwiches at the buys victims' feet.
0: <laughs> but here's the thing with Eddie Candy. You say innocent, yet when you come in and the whole purpose is that we're going to take these characters that come by the house for a visit and then eventually use them as an actor in the story we're telling. Well, Andy, but when they come over to the house, they have to have sort of a reason that they're coming. Like, why are you stopping by the house today? And Andy Candy has always just sort of broken into somebody's car (laughs) to take shit that he saw laying there. It's never... Honest reason that Andy Candy was there. He'd always done something horrible. Candy <laughs> <laughs> And so I made him an adult instead of a thieving child.: Yes, sir..: or,
5: Sir, welcome to what archer character are you?: oh. uh, I didn't watch any of it, you'd have to tell me. No. Uh, I wanted to ask uh, Amber mm-hmm. about uh, how you, you know prepared and uh, you planned for your solo show at Dad's.: Oh, what's thank wrong you. with you?: Thanks I thought for that asking. was really cool. You wrote, uh, it was an autobiographical show, and you wrote it, mm-hmm. and you starred in it, mm-hmm. but you had someone else directing it.
2: That's right, that's right. So I, uh, actually, I was inspired by Mike, because he was the first person at Dad's to do a solo show, and uh, they're easy to travel with.
5: And he does solo shows at uh, Dottie. Yeah, that's yeah, right.
2: totally. Uh, So I wanted to do a show that uh, I could take to fringe festivals and stuff. And and, uh, honestly, the idea of being on stage by myself was so terrifying to me that I was like, I've got to do this. And so I spent about a year writing it and uh, getting input from other people and rewriting it. And then um, five weeks in rehearsal. And we did a lot of rewrites in rehearsal uh, because there was also like character monologues of stuff in there. But it was all kind of based on on, uh, my actual life but then kind of fictionalized. Um, and then I learned how to do a stripper dance, which terrified me also, but I had a great friend help me out. And, and then, uh, we put the show up and it was, I literally every night was like, I am going to have a heart attack. Like I'm literally going to have a heart attack before this show starts. I was terrified every night, but I'm glad I did. It was really, really fun. Thanks for coming to see it. I really appreciate it.
5: Did you work on? Uh, did you do some solo improv work when you were getting ready for that? Too? I didn't.
2: I wanted okay. to. That was the plan, but I never really had the opportunity. I guess I could have done it at some. point. <laughs> I had heard
5: you were going to. I don't think I, I never uh, got close to it. No, I
2: never did. But that's a good idea. There's
5: Mark, have of you that ever do done it. a solo show? Just uh, you
2: out there?
7: Yeah, actually, uh, last at, at a Fringe festival in Edmonton, uh, I do a two-man uh, improv show called The Herald of Galactus, which Which is like should amazing. come here. Yes, yes it we should really should show. come yeah, here.
0: This, like, yeah, talk
7: about this. Uh, and to describe
0: what a Herald is, for those who don't
7: know. Uh, Herald is a long-form improv format created by a gentleman by the name of Del Close uh, from Chicago. And he was uh, known as the house metaphysician on the early days of Saturday Night Live. Uh, very influential in the improv community. And uh, Galactus is, of course, a big purple guy who eats planets. Uh, and uh, so the Herald of Galactus is basically a long-form about a superhero uh, we sort of create a superhero with the audience that's never been seen before. Usually we find somebody who was a comic fan and who was, like, when they were a kid, created their own superhero, find out what that name was, and then we show the entire career of that superhero uh, as if you were reading random comics, like a comic from 1938 and then a comic from 82 and then one from the 60s, and but only a few pages at a time. Uh, and so, yeah, it's a really fun show to do, and I do it with my friend Chris Craddock. Uh, and... Last Fringe Festival, uh, there was a show he couldn't make. So I just went, fuck it, I'll do one by myself. And wow. Yeah, yeah. And it went, yeah, it was. Uh, so did you play heroes, villains, everybody? Well, the funny thing is that the power, the person that we, that w- the suggestion was, he was a telepath. So it was things like, you know, now I know what you're thinking. It's like, yeah, because I'm playing you. And, right. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it was, I was <laughs> I was playing a guy who could read the minds of everyone else on stage who I was all of. Yeah. And that's, your, that's a great premise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That really is a great premise. Yeah. yeah so it was you know it was a little scary to do but it was doing it but with myself it was like more like work than play right so of like, course man yeah.
0: you're doing you have yeah, zero you can't,
7: you can't surprise yourself with a plot twist or just like really crack yourself up with that bit it's like yeah so it's just like well me again alright still me uh, so it was it was fun to do but, uh, but the two man version that I do with Chris is uh, much for me more gratifying
0: yeah. yeah, you should all petition whoever it, it needs petitioning we'll bring it down to bring positions. Herald of Galactus to Dragon yeah. Con cuz it is no, it is an amazing it's the best improv show I've seen but it caters to every sensibility I have, right? Yeah. So, well, thanks. uh yeah, good job. Uh,
6: I just want to ask one question. Yes uh, Let me just give you a little history. Oh. I can't wait um, for history. I went from uh, I moved here from Valdosta state. Uh-huh. And I met some guys at a convention from Florida state. And when we moved here, we ended up buying an old garage. I ended up building the stage, ended up building the platforms. George and Jeff, they get on stage and they do improv. Yeah. we started that garage. Do they come back? I miss them.
0: Do who come back? George. George is still Jen? at Dad's garage. He? Yeah, he performs there all the time. George, I, I haven't uh, been
6: there in yeah, years. Uh, and I so heard,
0: you helped I heard build it our theater.
6: Yeah, well, you know tore they down. tore it down. They tore it down, but we—I mean, we we spent many hours. It's okay. Well, yeah. thanks, drunk, man. We used the shit well, out of it. Well, dinner. we never we never thought it would get this big. I'll be honest with you. When we get we used to sit at um, the Crown and the Thorn, and I we used to buy drinks, and we'd get up there and do improv and just. <laughs> have everyone laughing with tears and try to get people to come and i remember Sometimes there won't be five people in the audience.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I and, started. Um, uh, I started back. The, the The theater opened in '95. 95, I started in '97. '95. We them. didn't have
6: a, We didn't have a beer or wine license then. Um, the best sh- improv I ever saw there was Sparkle. I don't know if they ever talk about Sparkle. No. <laughs> Sparkle was just phenomenal that night. Um, well, all right. And, and you yeah, know, it got so big now I can't even get in the door free. Oh shit! Yeah. Nobody knows you anymore. Was, that was the thing. They were say, we'll let you in free, y'all. Every, whenever you want to, Richard, you built this thing, we'll let you in. And then one day they started not let me in. And I was like,
1: hey, oh, no. tonight, wow. tonight, you come with me and we'll both try and get in.
6: <laughs>
0: we'll never get in. <laughs> they won't let me in the doors. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Colin, Colin Mockery's there tonight. That's right. For both shows. Thank you. Thank you very That's much awesome, for man. building the theater that made Amber and I famous.
6: Yes, hi. Yeah. Hi. Uh, two quick questions. First, I was wondering if you were cosplaying as a thir- Serbian thug or a white member of Run DMC. I'm not really sure. You no.
2: I like Serbian thugs.
6: <laughs> yeah, I always think of myself. Taking this three? is my
0: Russian mobster. Taken uh, three, maybe. Outfit. I am not cosplaying at all. <laughs> I legitimately own two of these fucking tracksuits. <laughs> Guys, get with the program. These things are the most comfortable thing you will ever wear. In fact, when we we were at Comic-Con this past year, and Entertainment Weekly has the party that everybody tries to get into, and nobody can ever go. And it's where everybody, you know, steps out for the night. I wore my red track suit, and every dude there was like, fuck. Really? I could have worn that? And I was like, dude, I am so
1: comfortable right now. It was awesome.
6: Real, real question being has the success from Archer and Gas South spawned any side projects we should look for in the future how
1: perhaps? about I come over this table
0: sir
4: <laughs> and fuck your shit up do
0: <laughs> will yeah, fuck your shit up by telling you sad stories that just make you as depressed I will whisper year. sad
1: stories in your ear for the rest of the weekend
0: <laughs> whether you like it or not I don't even remember what the story was he ran away you ran him off
1: with what your- was the question
0: Yeah, Mike's Mike's moving over to Scanna.
1: That's right. The, the other gas company. I have a, uh, a musical that I'm writing that's opening next year here at Dad's Garage. Yeah,
2: it's going to be awesome.
1: Uh, anybody familiar with the King of Pops?
0: Yeah, do we have a. How many Atlantans are here? Atlantans, nice.
1: Southeasterns. Pops, King of Pops is a popsicle salesman, but we're doing King of Pops, the post apocalyptic musical. <laughs> so he becomes a master assassin with his popsicle sticks. And uh, it's going to be pretty amazing Wow, this is
0: really taking some awesome turns It's going to be pretty amazing Yeah, I can't wait for it, it's going to be great
1: Yeah, that's what I'm doing That's what natural gas does, sir
2: (laughs) I don't got nothing coming up No, me neither As soon as Archer started, I was like "All right, I just got to sit back and listen to the phone ring Am I right? And nothing, nothing (laughs) I audition probably like four times a week And everybody's like, no We don't want you to work for us
0: (laughs) That's not what they're saying. Yes, it is. No. You, yes. We, you and I have started writing, though. We've started writing sure. our own individual things. Well, so nobody good. will hire me, yeah. so yeah. i to exactly, do my own thing. That's why people create shows. I guess so. Because everybody else is dumb, and yeah. we know better. Yeah. I can't. So why not create a show for us? <laughs> yes.
5: Hi, hey, uh, first question for Mark. Uh, yes. For all the Mass Effect fans, could you say, uh, my name is Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite panel at Com- uh, Dragon Con."
7: I certainly can. But say it and mean it. Okay. <laughs> Of course, I've said this about a lot of things that I've done: stores, podcasts, YouTube channels. Have you opened some stores? Uh, I have a couple, yeah. yeah. Welcome to H and M. Yeah, that is store, my yeah. favorite thing of all time. Uh, so, so yeah, but, uh, you know, I've given out endorsements a lot. And yeah. Part of the joke is that Commander Shepard gives his endorsement to anything, and it me- and it's meaningless. Therefore, but I want you to sound like you do That all that said, I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite panel at DragonCon. <laughs> There you go. Yay! Thank you. Wow.
5: Yay! Second question. It's almost uh, like Mark said that. Also for Mark, but it can apply to all of you. Is when you're in the recording studio and you're delivering lines, and you have to do it through different moods, and especially because Mark in Mass Effect, you can be a good character, or yeah, a middle you can character, be
7: paragon or renegade, good or evil. How do you
5: like switch between such like a high and low, like kind of? Morality. Uh, I well,
7: the, I mean, like in the terms of the game, it was kind of a unique situation because uh, we also had to sort of level it out because you could. There were some people that would play pure good or pure evil, but some people might be bouncing back and forth. So you kind of had to level it out, or you'd sound like you'd have a massive mood swings in between lines. Hence which the title. Which yeah. <laughs> yeah, which would have been uh, pretty hilarious, but that's yeah. not what they wanted. Uh, so uh, and and then also we would tend to record one dialogue path first. We'd like do all the Paragon stuff first, and then we do all the Renegade. Uh, after of the same scene oh okay great you also guess. it's uh what drug you take that morning yes of course yeah. It
5: puts you in
0: whatever mood and you show up and then they tell you oh they look at you and they're like yeah let's do the fun
7: lines today <laughs>
2: how long did it take like to do Years. one game yeah
7: yeah it would be over a year not you wouldn't be called in every day but right. it would be like it was a lot of steady work and now it's over Oh no! And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the games are over.
0: But yeah. Bioware continues to make. <laughs> games Bioware does do
7: continue, and like the God, there's this new company. Some people that worked at Bioware uh, did this thing called The Long Dark, which is like a uh, it's post disaster survival simulation in Canada. So really bleak, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so yeah, that's coming up. That was actually a Kickstarter thing that was like really successful and got way more money than they were asking for. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, you it. know,
1: but the thing with voiceovers too is you you uh, like. Uh, you have to overdo everything, right? No. I mean, you have to overemphasize. <laughs> no, you do. Like, that if, is you, not if you if you want to be really excited about selling a burrito, you got to up it. Oh well, for advertising, R- retail, <laughs> retail stuff. <laughs> You're you talking about sell, selling stuff. Yeah, you got to be happier than you've ever been. Natural gas. <laughs> You're also you, the Moe's guy. You're you the Moe's guy.
2: Yeah, and Mo's. you're the Braves guy. Shut up. You're yeah, not nearly up.
1: as sad as you make everybody
0: feel. And cool. look at us, we're coming full circle. No. You're gonna upset Mike some more. You're back, sir.
4: Yes. Okay, I have a question for all of you. What is the creepiest fan encounter that you've ever had? What
0: is the creepiest fan encounter? Maybe That's
4: Mike a... couldn't answer this, but No, no, no. no. Mike Mike should answer this. That. That's never a great question. Of, never heard of Mike, uh, so I don't Amber probably. Do you have any
2: weird?
7: I bet you got some good ones. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're the girl. Yeah. Oh, the girls you know always what? have the worst creepy stories.
2: Okay, so this is very strange. So follow me, okay? So I got uh I got a piece of mail delivered to my home. So I was like, okay, so this person knows where I live and I live in an apartment building. So they also know like which apartment number I live in. So this person like seriously knows where I live. And it was this card that like it was a blank card, but on the outside it was like a picture of like um a guy doing like breakdancing and then when I opened it up it looked like a like a child with mental disabilities had written this card. Like terrifying like what you imagine like a serial killer's handwriting to look like if they were a child. And it said like dear Did you not
1: get the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> it
2: said it said like dear Mrs. Nash, I like it when you call me ding dong And, like, some other, like, weird rants. And I just, like, I read it, and then I closed it, and I put it away. And I was like, (laughs) I can't tell my husband about this
5: This because it will really
2: freak him out. And so, like, some weeks went by, and I was just kind of, like, I just, every time I thought about it, I just, like, put it away in the back of my mind. And I was like, how did somebody get my home address? And then, like, two weeks later, Mike Schatz goes, did you get that card I sent you? (laughs) Really? Did I really send that? Yes! like what are you talking about and he's like we were together in the parking lot and we both saw this card and so i wrote you something and sent it to you and i thought you'd know it was me and i was like i have no idea what the card meant i had no recollection of us being together in that parking lot it was absolutely terrifying we i, said, I am, wasn't scared i'm either.
1: bipolar <laughs> i didn't know it i uh, hey i'll tell you this real quick i had a fan encounter i was i used to host the georgia lottery drawings so uh, every night at 11.30, I would come on the air and I'd be like, good evening, it's time for your cash three drawing your cash five. And I'd have to pull the ping pong balls and straighten them out and then say, your first number is five, your first number is seven. Never got recognized for it. One day I was walking down the street, and this lady's like, hey, you're the uh, lottery guy. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, you fucking said that the number was a nine and it was a six and I was going to win, but I didn't win because you will not to win. And I was like, listen, lady... It's the lottery, you know, like, I don't know what to tell you. Back off. Back off, lady. Go back into your pizza place. No, I want my money. Go back into your pizza place. No, I'm done eating. You try reading a six and a nine when it pops out of a vacuum cleaner. They, they
0: always put a line. They always put a line underneath the one you're supposed to.
1: Okay, but when you got to read eight numbers in, in, in 60 seconds. That does sound very seconds, hard. It, it's harder than you think. No, it's only eight numbers. If you numbers. have a drinking problem, it's harder than you think. Well, I don't. <laughs> oh, we got a lab. We're
0: getting a, the helicopter sign from our producer. Do
2: either of you guys have one before we go?
0: A creepy stalker story? Yeah. No, I have I've a got a creepy up stalker there
2: request for
3: Mike, actually. Oh
7: yes, request. Yeah, Legitimately please.
3: Legitimately, before he said it. Um, so next weekend we're getting married. Oh. And um, this is our honeymoon, our pre-honeymoon. Okay. And um, we're having King of Pops there. Yeah. And um, you can come sling pops and sing songs at our wedding.
1: Oh, that would oh, be really would, nice. Yeah, you should do it. I would love to do that, <laughs> That'd be good. Mike. You, so we'll Mike, that. where do you live? <laughs> no.
4: Where do you live? I do you, in in do you
1: like thing. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? <laughs> very much.
3: Very much. But also, I had.
1: Wait a minute. So, for real, <laughs> where do you live?
3: I'm not going to tell do you. Do li- you live in New uh, Oh, no, it's Yeah, here. that's yeah, all I wanted to know. Yes, here. Here. Um, and then we went to the uh, Dad's Garage yard sale and we got the morning show poster, which we got lucky to sign last year, but we couldn't find you. Cool. So, we to sign it today. Yeah. But we tried, we asked specifically for some Wrath of Khan stuff. And they said, oh. she was like, oh, I don't know. Let me go check. And, like, went back and came back out. And she said, actually, we're not selling it because we're doing something with it again. Huh. But nothing. Hmm. So so. I guess what
2: they're doing with it is putting it in storage.
3: Because uh, we don't yeah. have
2: a theater. Yeah, because we're, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't awesome. know. Sorry. Thank Sorry. You.
0: We'll figure it out. Keep coming to Dad's. All right, well, guys, thank you so much for coming to our very first live broadcast of Dad's Garage. How fun. Big round of applause. Mark Mear, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. Yay. Yay! TV's Amber Nash. Yay! <laughs> hey. Mike Schatz. Yay! I'm Lucky Yates. You want to sign us out like you normally do?
1: All right, everybody! Real big, loud applause for Alpha Geek Radio. Ready as I'm doing this? Ready to start applauding? You've been listening to Dad's Garage Radio.
4: We'll see you next time.